Hello, hello again, and welcome to another season of Coffee with Miss Deeds and Miss Amy. We have loved spending this time with you as we talk about all the joys and exciting happenings at uni, as well as the stressors and the different things that are hard. But we got to keep it real, and we're thankful that you can join us. So enjoy this time. Welcome back to Coffee with the Counselors. We're so excited that you joined us today. I'm Miss Deeds and Miss Amy is here with me. How are you doing, Miss Amy? I'm doing good. And now that we're, you know, the weather is nicer. I think I, I feel like I've said this before in the past, but now that the weather is nicer, I feel like morale is getting boosted, you know, like spring is on the way. So I know a lot of people have been trudging through the cold dark winter and now we have some hope coming soon definitely and just having the sun coming through the windows as we're working or studying or whatever makes such a big difference yeah and I think just thinking about the enrichment activities that are coming up I know different classes and different people are brainstorming ideas for classes and I think that just gives also another bit of hope that we're going to be seeing each other soon because I think we can all attest that one of the reasons that it's been so difficult this year is just our lack of connection with one another. Definitely. And I, that's what we're going to talk about today is just the meaning of connection and how connection can be in so many different ways. And uh, me and Miss Amy are going to share with you today about how connection in our lives has impacted ourselves and other people around us. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I went and got my first dose of the vaccine a few weeks ago. And so when you go, you know, there's like all these stations and then you get the shot and then you have to wait in this area for like 15 minutes just to make sure that you don't have like a reaction. So I feel like an unknown fact about myself that maybe a lot of people don't know is I can like talk to anyone probably if I wanted to sometimes I don't feel like it but sometimes like I can be like in the mood and so that day I was just feeling like I wanted to so this lady she was walking around she was really young she was an EMT and she was like oh how are you feeling and I was like fine like how's your day going and that dove us into a 15-minute conversation where I learned more about this random person than I probably know more about her than I do about some of our students. Um, She shared with me, like, I go, how's your day? And she's like, oh, it's going pretty well. It goes a lot better when people talk to me. And I was like, all right, awesome to you. And so I don't even remember everything that we talked about, but I found out that she was like a NICU baby. Um, She's going to school to be a nurse. Oh, I think I found out that she was um, a NICU baby because she was, I was asking her like, oh, what department do you want to work in? And she goes like, oh, the emergency room. And in my head, I was thinking everybody wants to work in the emergency room because it's like excitement. But then she's like, oh, but maybe the NICU because I was a NICU baby. And, you know, I was actually only like 
26 weeks when I was born and I was only two pounds and yada, yada. And we talked about whether or not she was going to get the vaccine. And she told me that she wasn't yet because she was afraid of some of the, the side effects because of her being so young or something. Um, anyways, it really seemed to brighten her day just by having this random conversation with me. Right. And most of the time, like I just asked her a question and then I listened and she did most of like the talking per se, but, um, I could tell that her mood was lifted because otherwise there's kind of like loitering around. Um, and I'm sure a bunch of people are like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. I'm just trying to get this and get out. Um, so I felt good after, like, even as the person who didn't really provide a lot to that conversation. I felt good about the connection that we made, the fact that I had a positive impact on her day. And I even felt better when I left of like, yeah, there's a lot of good people out there that are doing great things, volunteering their time, um, you know, to make an impact on our community. And so I feel like, you know, in that situation, we both gained something from the conversation. That is so amazing. And you know what, I would definitely affirm that you do know how to shoot the breeze with pretty much anyone. And that is definitely a gift, a gift that I unfortunately don't have <laughs> as much as you do. Cause sometimes I like run out of words or run out of questions to ask, but I think it really is an art that you can talk to anyone anywhere because that connection is so necessary. And to be able to make small talk, which sometimes leads into deeper conversations. And some people just need that smile and hello. And how are you, you know, even if it's not going to be, some like long life story either. Right. So actually, do you have any tips for me as well as anyone else listening of like good, like conversation starting questions? I don't know. Like, I feel like I usually just say like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then you typically get the it's fine or it's good or whatever. So then just trying to dive a little bit deeper and like, you know, even when we were just shooting it around before we started recording today, like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Or like having something where like people have to give more of an answer to versus like a yes, no, good, bad type of an answer. Um, or asking, you know, once you do develop a relationship with something, somebody, um, asking about their family or their interests. Like, I know that you have a family. So I often ask you about how your family is doing, or, um, I know that you like to go out to that farm with that other family. And <laughs> so like, you know, I like hearing about that. Um, you know, so just like one, that's a like more like relationship building, I guess. But like, once you know a little bit more about somebody just trying to engage them more and like, things that you know that they're interested in. Like I know like with Mr. Murphy, I can always shoot it around with like Illinois basketball or Beasley. Um, you can talk about sports or whatever. So just like finding some sort of like neutral ground and like, you know, just having that, like when we're in person, like having that break in your day where you can just kind of be like, hey, what's going on? Did you watch the game the other night or whatever? just makes an easy conversation or like, I really like to talk about TV shows a lot. So mm -hmm. That's awesome. And those are great tips to have. I'm sure that they, those tips are helpful for a lot of people. And I, and it can be really awkward, right? Like via zoom to like shoot it around even mm -hmm. as well. Right. So, you know, disclosing information about yourself is always, you know, like we talk about it all the time, like being vulnerable and like taking a risk and like 
hey, this is something that happened to me. Like, can you relate to that? Sometimes that'll open the door for people to feel comfortable, um, just start sharing with you as well. Mm-hmm. Because right now in the in this type of situation, it's very like one-sided, right? Where you kind of look for the the physical cues of like, when is someone going to stop talking? And so that I can jump in there mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't feel as natural as in person. But I feel like we still need to practice those skills because whenever we do become um, like back in person, I feel like a lot of us are going to need uh, some brushing up. Yeah, a refresher on how to be social. Yeah, that is very true. And sometimes I think it comes from internally from the inside in terms of you kind of need to put yourself out there, even if it's uncomfortable for a moment. Right. But if you're not willing to do that, then you're not really opening the door for another opportunity for like a deeper conversation or even a connection in general. And I think about our neighbors because I live in the best neighborhood, in my opinion. I live on a corner house and we have like our backyard neighbor, and then we have a few neighbors next to us and across the street and kitty corner. Actually, I think every one of our neighbors is pretty awesome. And I think when we first moved into our house, I think I've told the story before, but our across the street and to the side neighbor came over one day just to welcome us into our house and being like the new family in the neighborhood. And she brought us this pot of flowers because she works at Prairie Gardens. And I just thought that was so sweet. And then I noticed that she actually had bought flowers for all the neighbors around our neighborhood. So just going or like down the street or whenever we would drive away or come home, we just noticed the same set of like red, white, and blue flowers on everyone's porch. And there was, I don't know, just this sense of community within the neighborhood. And then now that time has gone on and since like my kids are always outside or I always They try to stay inside and do video games or something, but I'm like, no, you need to be outside. So in the summers, they're like out in our trees because they like to climb the trees or in the winter, they're like always playing with the snow. They're riding their bikes. Sometimes I think they're a little bit too loud, but because I think people know we have kids um, this Halloween, you know, a lot of people weren't trick or treating because of COVID and so many different neighbors brought our kids like specific gift bags. And our neighbor to the back brought them. It wasn't just like a little gift bag of holiday candy, Halloween candy to say like, oh, happy Halloween. It was large bags of toys. Like it seemed like it was Christmas for them because there was coloring books and markers and like these little popper shooter things and a Venus flytrap and all these things. And I was so overwhelmingly touched by her generosity, as well as it wasn't just her though. It was like the other neighbors across the street and the other neighbors next to them. They also brought them little bags of stuff. And I don't know, it was one of those moments when you just feel kind of overwhelmed with everyone else's generosity that you just want to give back. I really wanted to do, then it motivated me to like want to make those connections with them and kind of just let them know how thankful we were too. So mm-hmm. then I feel like it has become this thing where of like delivering gifts to um, neighbors, even if they're small, even if it's like a box of chocolates or, you know, a coloring book for another neighbor who has um, kids at, at their home, just to let them know, like, we're thinking about you and we really love our neighborhood, you know? And then there's also that level of trust too, that like, these aren't just 
well, they're not strangers and they're not just neighbors. They're actually like becoming friends. So I really love our neighborhood. Yeah, that sounds like such a great community to be a part of. And it sounds like you all care about each other. And um, I've come over, you know, to do things outside when we've recorded something or whatever. And I, you know, if there's a neighbor outside, you're always waving to them and you know their names. And, and you know, is there something refreshing about that too? And our like, you know, the, our worlds are so small, like it's such a small world and like connection, the more connections you can make with more people, the more um, you feel like, you know, you know, everybody, I guess. Um, for example, you know, like we were able to find you and you're connected with like people from next gen. And maybe when students come to uni from next gen, they feel connected to you already because maybe they had your husband as their teacher. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the way me and John met was because I randomly knew this girl that I'd met three times who he went to high school with and she wanted to set us up on a blind date. And that's how we met and we dated and now we're married, like craziness, right? Or one of my best friends um, worked at Buffalo Wild Wings with me for like five days before I quit to go to grad school. And then we reconnected when I started working at Carl and she was in our wedding and she's one of my best friends now. So I don't know. It's just like really crazy how like maybe people are put into your life for reasons, I guess, which is maybe a little bit of a deeper conversation than we're trying to get at today. But it does really seem like your world, like you can make those connections and it makes, you know, the world is so big, like so many people live in it. But um, the more people you meet and the more people that you're open to, it really does seem like such a smaller, intimate place. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely especially living in the champagne urbana community i feel like it makes it even smaller because you know people are involved with different schools the university there's just a lot of different connections that people have in this small town that i also think it's just worth if you meet somebody new you probably there is probably like only a few degrees of separation between you and that person knowing somebody you know right mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's a motivator to be kinder to people but you'll probably see them again somewhere mm -hmm. in another context and i think but even if you weren't i think even just kind of the intrinsic value that you have of acknowledging somebody and mm -hmm. like making their their day a certain way i think mm -hmm. is important too yeah. Yeah. Like even last week I went to me, we went to the DNV on Saturday morning and we were, we went to a smaller one. So you had to stand outside until you're called in. And, um, the person in front of me was like, Hey, did you go to school here? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, Oh, I did too. And I'm married to so-and-so. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. I know you kind of like, I mean, this person was like way younger than me in school. So I didn't really know them very well, but like, you know, then we talked outside for like 20 minutes and they actually live right around the corner from us. Like it was like this crazy thing. And then like later that night, my sister was in town and we decided we wanted to get some pizza. And so we were getting some pizza. And then when I came out, this person was like, 
hey, are you Christy Bandy? And I was like, what? Who are you? Like, I don't recognize you at all. And it was like one of the people that I went to school, like one of my friends from high school's parents, right? It was random because we weren't in the, oh. even in the town that we grew up in. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So random conversations and impact that you have on people's lives can like, I don't know. And I felt good about like, oh, hey, you remembered me. And it was a positive experience where you felt inclined to say hello. You know what I mean? Because you wouldn't have to have in either of those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently, I discovered um, a student at uni, which I won't name them because I don't know if they want to be named on this podcast, but I noticed or their dad actually worked at the place I used to work at. So then I was like, oh, I know this name. And then I knew this student's cousin, I guess I was like her teacher a long time ago, which was really bizarre. You know, I'm like, whoa, I can't believe there's all these connections um, in this small community. So I, I know that was kind of vague, but it was. I remember when you said that you, um, you used to work in like the daycare at next gen. And then like, now you like recognize some of the <laughs> students that maybe went there whenever, you know, like that was like what, 15 years ago or something. Yes, actually, like Sam Klein was in my class. I don't even think Sam knows that I was her teacher, uh-huh. but uh, surprise, Sam, <laughs> I was your turtle teacher and a um, little lions actually. And then like, you know, a lot of the upperclassmen have been putting their baby photos on their mm-hmm. screen profile. And when Ariana puts her profile up, that is the Ariana that I remember, you know, so <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is pretty awesome to have just connections through the years too, right? Yeah. Watching people grow up at this point. Mm-hmm. And you never know, like with a like you know, like we encourage everybody to try to make connections with their teachers and other adults, like coaches or leadership people in their life, um, club sponsors, those types of things. Because, I mean, those people can have lasting connections. Like when Lisa talks about going to people's weddings she counseled from like 1995 or something I'm always like oh that's really cool <laughs> you know um so you never know like the impact that you'll have on somebody's life and like where that relationship will will take you yeah yeah especially at uni because it is a community within a community right and I think it's it's easier to kind of take the people that are around you and implement those connections, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, whether it is like if you're at the store, but a lot of times maybe it's just like starting up something in class or Mm -hmm. at school and using some of those conversation starters that you talked about just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Like even in um, the first PE class today, um, a student was sharing that they have a big draft in their window. So their house is always cold. And then like three or four other students were like, oh yeah, that's the worst, you know, like, um, I feel you. And, and so like, you know, just like knowing that it goes back to like, just knowing someone else experiences the same thing that you do and can relate makes a huge difference and starts to build those relationships. Cause maybe you're not friends, but you can still have those you know, foundation relationships where you care about another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really having empathy for one another because we are all going through similar situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but also knowing that we're not going through them alone is something that we emphasize a lot too. Right. 
but you don't know that until you make those connections to have those conversations. So, which sometimes I think is like lost because like now, like no one talks on the phone, right? Like barely ever. I called somebody, I called Dr. Radheads for this morning. And I was like, oh, this is like refreshing to like talk on the phone instead <laughs> of like Zoom or like, you know, when I talk to people socially, it's usually through like text or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, like when I was a kid and my parents didn't come and pick me up, like, I mean, they would come pick me up, but they'd always be late. <laughs> I'd be like sitting there. Like, it wasn't like I had my phone to stare at. Like I had to talk to like the coach because like they can't leave you there alone. So, I mean, like just taking those opportunities to like try to get to know somebody else or, you know, trying to take a break from our, our phones and make more face-to-face time. Yeah. And that's probably why you're so good at small talk because you were kind <laughs> of, my parents left me at practice and didn't come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> but you developed those skills and now look at you. Yeah. You make a connection with anyone, which is awesome. <laughs> oh man. So maybe I also have- listen to something. I know we're going to try to wrap up, but I also listen to this podcast where this lady who was a Holocaust survivor, um, evidently she's wrote a couple of books and she um is all about like everything's a choice and like you know even though she went she went through the holocaust she that doesn't define her that was just something that she experienced but it isn't who she is which i thought was super powerful Mm -hmm. and she said um how it so she was like asked like how would you spell love or something and she said t-i-m-e for time and that spending time with people is like the best way for you to show any sort of like love um and make connections um and like carve out you know that period to really connect with them so I mean I feel like that should be a challenge for people that are listening to us, if you, you know, carve out some dedicated time to spend with your, your loved ones, or even time away from like social media and your phone. And when you're out there in the world, try to connect with other people. Yeah. Maybe you should write a little letter to your neighbor and say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hope you have a good day today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. With that, we hope you will take some of our challenges and make some connections. That's our charge to you as listeners. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.